Snake Oil Radio here on Block Talk Radio. Thanks for joining me today. This is your host, Jim Ventura, and I'm going to tell you guys in a little while why I played the piece of the song, Love is a Battlefield, as we talk about today's astrology. Uh, again, it's your first time tuning into the show. My name is Jim Ventura. I am a professional navigational consultant, and what that means is my expertise is in astrology and numerology and tarot and all kinds of different types of oracles, angel cards, uh, runes that I work with. I have a home office in Phoenix. been doing sessions with people for many years now, as well as by phone. Interested in any of my services, uh, feel free to check out my website at jimventura.com. Also a columnist and a writer. Um, I have a monthly column called Snake Oil as well. Uh, if you're not already getting my monthly newsletter, email me at venturasatch at yahoo.com. Get added to the email newsletter list. Uh, great column reads each once a month. Uh, blind copied out, by the way, that you'll also get uh, access to different reading specials and things that I do from time to time as well. Okay, and you can also check out my books, all the other stuff uh, on the website as well, too. Uh, today's show, uh, i got a couple of different themes for my Thursday shows. I usually do three or four shows each month on Thursdays. And this is my astrology update show. So we're going to take about the first 20 minutes of today's 45-minute show. I'm going to kind of update everyone on what's happening with the uh, planets and the stars and how that's going to be influencing us uh, at this time in uh, history. So we'll go into quite a bit of detail about that. Again, about 20 to 25 minutes. Then I'm going to open up the phone lines today. And I will take a couple of live calls. I may be able to get three, possibly four callers in today. Um, I will put up the uh, the call-in number, um, let you guys know when I'm going to open the phone lines. If you're already kind of waiting in the docket, that's cool. But like I said, it's going to be another 20, 25 minutes before I start taking callers because once I do, uh, and we do these little five-minute mini-readings, if you've got a question, we pull a card or two on it. Uh, usually that's where we get uh, – that ends up kind of finishing out the show. So I want to start off – by focusing primarily on the astrology, but I, I will definitely take some calls today. So welcome everyone to the show, whether you're catching the show live or you're catching it in archive. Uh, glad to have you here. Hope everyone is having an awesome day as we're getting closer to spring here. It's nice. We're in Phoenix, so it's already an 80-degree day. So uh, our spring starts a bit earlier, I guess. Um, but I know some of the people back east are still waiting on snow, and they've got to be tired of that at this point, but uh, winter doesn't usually end as quickly as, as we would like when you, when you live in the colder environments. Uh, anyway, so let's, let's get started. Let's talk about what's happening with the planets. You know, just a little kind of backdrop if you're somewhat new to this. Um, you know, one of the things I suggest to people is even if you don't have a lot of astrology knowledge, you, there's a lot of websites like astro, astro.com and places like that where you can get a free um, chart 
Good. If you know your birth time, obviously the city you're born in, date of birth, you can get a really accurate chart. They've got some great charts available there. Um, it's kind of good to have your chart on hand, um, especially with shows like this, because you can kind of follow along in another type of a way. I know astrology can be a little overwhelming when you're first learning it, so I'll try to simplify things and give you some insight. That way you can kind of follow along on your own chart as well. Um, and, and the thing about a chart is, you know, the, and knowing the birth time, of course, is you're able to, uh, to find the rising sign and also to access house placements, which are very key. I won't be able to talk about house placements specifically in today's show because I don't know, again, where the planets are in terms of your personal houses. Again, that's really, um, I'll explain that a little later on. But um, what we can talk about is the planets and the signs that they're in. So even if you don't know your birth time, you know, your birth date, you can definitely find out where the moon was when you were born, where Mercury was, where Mars was, and uh, that'll give you a lot of insight into who you are as a person. But when we talk about transit astrology, which is what we're going to talk a bit about today, we're looking at the planets and where they are now. So, you know, while our, our astrology chart is somewhat stationary, meaning when we're born, wherever the planets were when we're born, we'll really set up a lot of the elements of our personality traits and characteristics, the planets continue to move. So as they do, they trigger different areas in your charts and different things um, for you as well, too. And that's what transit astrology is about. Um, planets move at different paces and in different ways, and as they move into different signs, it's often a different slant that you see in terms of society um, and what the focus is as a general rule of thumb. But at a personal level, you know, it becomes more particular to us as individuals. So... Let's kind of let's go through some of the uh, basic planets at this point in the game. Um, so right now the sun, of course, is in Pisces. Um, you know, and I keep you know, listen when I say a planet. Obviously, the sun is not a planet, but from an astrologer's perspective, we call it a planet just because we you know it's like an astro- it's a celestial body that governs an attribute of us. So as the sun moves from sign to sign, um, which is basically once a month, more or less. Um, you know, and again, now it's in Pisces. Wherever Pisces is in your chart, it's going to be highlighted in that sense. Um, the sun kind of brings life force and vitality into the picture. It really has a lot to do with our, uh, our, our purpose and, and where we put our energy, where we get fulfillment. So if your sun is, you know, if you're born sun in Pisces, of course, this is going to be what's called a solar return, sun coming back to the place it was when you're born. But even if you don't have your sun in Pisces, you have to remember Pisces is somewhere in your chart. Like for me, it's in my 12th house, 11th and 12th house, which is hopes and dreams, group associations, friendships, 11th house, 12th house, the unconscious and subconscious, you know, your, your dreams, your ideals, selflessness. So what you generally, as a general rule, you know, when Pisces, think of it this way. If you're a water sign or earth sign, Typically, when the sun is in a water or an earth sign, that's usually generally kind of good for you because the angle is positive. Um, for me, uh, my natal sun is in Sagittarius. So for me, when the water, signs, uh, water sign energy comes up, I tend to get a bit more emotional, a bit more sensitive. Sometimes um, I can feel a little bit overwhelmed in a way, which is pretty common for fire signs to feel that way during water times. Uh, same thing with air signs. Sometimes it can feel a little off kilter in some respects. But uh, the sun's highlighting Pisces, so it, it's a lot about 
themes in relation to um, how we give and how we receive, our sensitivity, our ability to be compassionate and understanding, um, while also at the same time issues are going to come up around whether we're selfless and giving in a negative way, where we might be martyred at times, where we give too much. So those themes are going to be pretty prevalent for the last couple of weeks and in the next week or so as the sun eventually pushes its way into Aries. Uh, the moon right now is in Virgo. Now, the moon will change signs like every two to three days. That's why I don't, you know, I really don't put as much energy into explaining in lunar positions, just because it's more like a couple of day effect. But right now, the moon is in Virgo. So what you'll generally find when the moon's in Virgo is it's going to really be sort of a period where you kind of want to fix things, repair things, and get things done. Um, I didn't even know the moon was moving into Virgo. And a day or two ago, I started thinking about how I really needed to clean my apartment, my condo, that it was dirty and I'm going on vacation next week and I really need to clean it and get things efficient and organized. And then when I looked up the astrology today, I was like, oh, the moon's in Virgo. So, of course, that's going to be a little bit of a push to clean, to organize, to fix, to solve, to resolve. That's typically what we find with a, uh, a Virgo moon push for a couple of days. Uh, Mercury is in Aquarius. Uh, we talked uh, in the last show about Mercury's retrograde motion, but it is moving forward. You know, Mercury in our chart represents how we think, how we communicate, how we express ourselves. So when we look at Mercury's movement in our own personal charts, what you typically find with Mercury in Aquarius is, you know, it's really going to have you thinking about your hopes and your dreams, what you ideally want. You know, consideration of friendships, group associations, but Mercury in Aquarius really gives us kind of an analytical disposition toward the idea of really, really thinking about, you know, how we want to be around similar type of people who think the way that we do, or again, what our, our ideals are and our dreams and our hopes are in that sense, offer a big trigger when we have a Mercury um, push through Aquarius. And, and Mercury will stay in a sign for maybe generally a month or so unless it goes retrograde, which it won't at this point in the game. Uh, so, again, Mercury's in Aquarius for the next month or so, it, uh, not, not probably for about another week or two, because it's going to push its way to Pisces uh, again. So it was in Pisces, not only retrograde, so to speak, backwards, back into Aquarius. Now it's moving forward to Aquarius. Okay, Venus is also in Aquarius in the last couple of weeks, and we'll stay there for a few weeks as well. So, um, you know, Venus and Aquarius, Venus rules how we love, express feminine energy, creativity, all of that good stuff. You know, tracking Venus is usually kind of an easy planet to track in terms of how it influences us and affects us. So as Venus kind of goes through Aquarius uh, as well, it's also going to make us uh, more gregarious, more social when it comes to friends to, uh, toward, again, making the right connections with the right people that we connect our, um, our goals with in that sense. It's definitely a, a pleasant move through Aquarius typically um, in that context. I'll explain more about that as we get into Mars, though. Let's talk about Mars. I want to stay, take a little bit more time on Mars today because Mars recently went retrograde backwards. Now, Mars, like Venus, doesn't go backwards retrograde as often as Mercury does, but when it does go backwards, it typically goes for more than a month. You should think about two months or so. Um, where it's backwards, uh, two to three even. So I, I believe Mars will not go direct again until toward the mid to end of May. So this is one of the reasons why, by the way, I decided to play a piece of the song Love is a Battlefield. Let's talk a little bit about Mars moving through Libra. 
So Libra, of course, is a sign of compromise and balance and harmony, um, relationships, the way we partner and connect with people in a one-on-one type of a way. Mars represents aggressiveness, assertiveness. It represents a part of us that is enthusiastic, energetic, excited, willing to take action. Uh, Mars also represents a part of us that can get pulled into battle, so to speak, when we get angry, when we get upset, when we get impatient. So even as I'm kind of saying this, for a lot of you listening, you're probably smart enough to begin to kind of piece this together. Mars going backwards in the sign of compromise, of course, is going to bring us some issues for most of us. Now, on the positive side, Mars retrograde through Libra can really be a passionate push through our relationship energy. Um, again, depending on where Libra is in your chart, that's going to have a big influence. You know, for me, it's in my work and service house. So what I'm finding, the battle that's been coming up is on the positive side, business has been really good. I'm very busy. I'm doing, getting a lot done. Um, uh, really have a lot of good flow of clients and things coming in at this point. You know, the negative side, sometimes people are, you know, like I get this with clients where they work with me and then they call two days later and they want to ask another question or they want to chit-chat. And I'm also getting a lot of clients that, they call and they want to come in that day, and when I'm busy, I sometimes have to book out five days a week in advance before I can get someone in. So it's kind of bringing up a little bit of that for me, um, which is cool. I can handle it. But for you guys you know, listening, it's again, thinking about what house this plays itself out in, what you typically find with Mars moving through uh, retrograde through Libra, again, feeling like it's going backwards, it could be almost like rehashing an issue in your life relating to balance, issues of justice, fairness, uh, you can find yourself kind of getting prodded or pushed, so to speak, into uh, getting a little bit frustrated in our relationships with people, some old issues coming back up around that or new ones kind of surfacing and new clothing, so to speak. Um, you know, typically what you'll find with, again, with the Mars retrograde through Libra thing is, you know, it, it's, it brings up that part of us that, want, that wants justice, that wants fairness, that wants harmony, that wants balance. Um, you know, I, I definitely had a couple of issues, again, myself. I've seen this a lot with clients coming up with issues in relationship that are being jarred or pushed. So that's why I kind of humorously wanted to play love as a battlefield. I've had a number of people telling me they've had fights with their mate and had good makeup sex. I mean, maybe that's a good thing that could potentially come out of a disagreement or an argument in that sense as it comes up. But yeah, also, you know, Libra can rule um, things like um, court issues, uh, you know, financial practical matters in terms of balance and where we have harmony as well. So this is what you're going to see for the next couple of months. Mars going backwards this way, you're going to have to really pay attention to where we're, um, well, let's think of it this way. Mars going retrograde brings up issues about where we're too assertive, too aggressive, where we get impatient and we're pushing for things because we want them now. Or it can also bring up where we're not necessarily taking action where we should. And that could be a little bit of a delicate line to walk. Uh, in that respect. And, you know, walking any, any a delicate line with a planet like Mars is not really the easiest thing to necessarily do. Because, again, where Mars is in your chart is where we often have kind of a hair trigger type of response to things. So that's key. You really got to kind of figure that out. My suggestion would be in any areas that kind of get triggered during this Mars retrograde, before you take any action, pause for a minute, 
maybe ask a friend, someone a little bit more neutral for advice before you write that letter or take some action or find yourself getting frustrated. You know, remember, try not to take things personally. Most of the time the things that other people do that frustrate us aren't even really necessarily about us in that sense. They're more to do with them and what they're working through. Um, so that's a key thing to remember as well. Okay, so that's Mars retrograde through Libra. Uh, Jupiter, as a planet, when we look for Jupiter, Jupiter's been in Cancer for the last year and will be so for about another, I think, six months or so before it moves into Leo. Uh, Jupiter through Cancer. Jupiter is kind of like big, happy, fat cylinder chart. It tends to bring up where, we, um, where we're philosophical, where we're larger than life, where we want abundance and prosperity, and we, where we're optimistic in the most positive sense. So Jupiter moving through Cancer has been an interesting effect because it is really, really bringing up issues and themes connected and, re and related to how we are of service, where we get our security from in life, and, of course, a lot of issues with family. Um, but generally, Jupiter transits are usually positive. So it usually has to do with how we're going to expand our family, um, how we're going to expand our connectedness in, uh, with the people that we're really, really close to in that sense. And you've got to be subjective about this because for one person, family is the immediate family you were born into. Another person, family is the family you created if you got married and had children or in a relationship. Other people, sometimes your work or your friends or your closer family. So oh, Jupiter's move through cancer really has a lot to do with expanding that scope of service and, and family in a most positive way. Yeah, I have a client of mine who has had trouble with her three sisters for many years and barely speaks to any of them, and she decided during this transit to reach out to a couple of her nieces and nephews because they're not, you know, even she doesn't talk to their mothers. Um, she feels it's, that's something that's missing, and she reached out through Facebook and other areas, and she's actually been connecting with a number of nieces and nephews at this point, and she's very happy about that. And it's kind of expanded. She actually even made reconnected with one of her sisters as well, too, during this period. And I remember months ago she was complaining about not having enough friends, and she's semi-retired, so she has a lot of free time. And, and I told her, you know, you need to kind of let go of the people that are not fulfilling you and then trust that the universe abhors a vacuum and new friends will come into play. I don't think she expected that the friends that would come into play would be family members, but that's what's actually happening. So it's really nice to kind of see that happening for her. I have another friend who also, her son has not spoken to her for two years, and out of the blue, sent her a letter and apologized and wanted to work things out with her, and now he's hanging around her all the time, of course. Uh, uh, one, of her, <laughs> one of her children that she was disenfranchised from in the last two years, uh, even though he's about 28. So kind of nice to see this stuff. But you've got to remember sometimes, you know, when an issue is going to change, it might go through a process that seems negative at first. Uh, that, that's very, very key. Although, again, Jupiter transits usually are not necessarily as traumatic as, as other planets can necessarily be. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about Saturn, uh, and then I'm going to open up the phone lines in about five minutes or so, start taking a couple of calls um, for the day. Uh, again, this is a show where I do get to take live calls. Uh, I'll tell you more about that in a few minutes. Let's talk a little bit about Saturn. Saturn's gone retrograde again as well, too, as it usually does uh, once a year for a few months in Scorpio. We've talked about this in other shows, kind of reintroduce you to the idea of what Saturn is in our chart. 
you know, when we're younger, Saturn, of course, is limitation and restriction and caution. And, you know, in our natal chart, it's typically the area where, you know, I sort of say it's like the lump of coal that we have to polish into a diamond because it's the thing that really was not easy in our life. Uh, natally, I have Saturn in Aquarius, so it had to do with friendships and group associations, um, which is uh, was an interesting experience for me when I was younger and very fluid and very positive for me now. Um, but uh, Saturn can really slow us down and hamper things in a way that, like, when we're younger, it's frustrating because we, we, you know, Saturn makes us wait forever for that thing that we want to have in our life. But as we get older, Saturn kind of becomes your friend. I was joking about this the other day that I was driving back from a casino visit, and it's like a two-lane road where you can actually go 65 miles an hour. It's like a lot of, it's not an actual freeway, but because it's a road, it almost feels that way. And, you know, here I am, 49 years old, driving back, relaxed, had a good time, coming back home. And there's so many people driving at like 90. I'm doing about 71. The speed limit is 65. Everyone's driving around me like lunatics and, well, I can just think to myself, this is the beauty of getting older. I just don't have the same anxiety of rushing to things the way that, other, that I did when I was younger than a lot of people do. To me, it's kind of really not worth doing 90. If you hit an animal, if you hit another car, you have an accident, what was the five extra minutes that you got from speeding going to save you? So this is when I woke up and realized what an old man I'm becoming in the best possible sense of what that means. But Saturn... It's retrograde through Scorpio. And I've talked a little bit about this in other shows, because Scorpio rules how we have power, how we express the intense abilities and powers that we have as human beings. So it moved retrograde last year uh, through Scorpio, and it's doing it again. Um, what this, of course, is going to do is it's going to bring up um, a lot of issues about the repercussions of where you use power. So... You, know, you can see this out in the world if people are abusive in any way, you know, with celebrities or politicians, things of that nature. You're seeing a lot of this kind of coming up where they're kind of getting sort of a retribution energy right away. Um, you know, I'm going to use a great example of this at a literal level politically. You know, some of you, if you're not living in Arizona, may have heard about that law a couple of weeks ago they were trying to pass about, you know, refusing service to gay people and restaurants, not forcing a baker to make a cake, all that other jazz. Um, and uh, it, it, the governor uh, vetoed it, which was no surprise. I don't think she did it on moral reasons as much as she did it for financial reasons because people were going to back uh, some of the supporters of the Super Bowl here next year and things might have backed out. But, you know, it, it's interesting because, listen, no, no matter where you stand on an issue like that, there is no protection for gay and lesbian people already in Arizona. So really, the truth is a baker could refuse and say, listen, I don't, this is not something I want to do, you know, or even just say I'm too busy, I am not going to be able to do this right now, and get out of it anyway. So it's kind of a bullshit attempted law. And it's coming a lot from, again, the Christian right, uh, who are feeling victimized and taken advantage of and bullied and all of that jazz. But you know, one of the things I've said this in other shows, if you're doing something that's not appropriate power-wise, there are going to be harsher repercussions of it more quickly. Uh, that's what Saturn to Scorpio does. So look at that even in your own personal life in that sense. Be selective about where you use your power because sometimes we have to use it in, in a way that that's actually really almost, uh, you know, if we didn't use our power to influence the situation, it would not be a healthy thing to do. But sometimes we have to know when you might want to pull that energy back in and look at, you know, whether you want to take that, that type of an action. 
you know, at this point. Because, again, Saturn is like the Lord of Karma. That's ultimately what it rules in our lives in that sense. So Saturn going through Scorpio, really bringing up a lot of issues around personal power, sex, intimacy, the depth and intensity that we experience on a personal level, but at a societal level, again, it really brings up repercussion for, um, for uh, inappropriate action or doing something where you're using your power in a negative way. So, great example, but, you know, interesting that will happen. It's funny because a, a friend of mine the other day had said that too, she said, I don't know how you can stand living in Arizona with all these crazy laws and things they try to do, you know, if you're gay or lesbian, that's baloney, and I said, listen, the legislator here doesn't have necessarily that much to do with the actual people here. I'm in Phoenix all the time and in, in Scottsdale and I see gay and lesbian couples and things like that and nobody cares. It's, to, you know, it's just like Vegas that way. Nobody cares, you know. So I would say you've got to kind of relax a little bit. Just that the really hardcore holy rollers tend to vote. Just to keep aware, aware of that. Most Arizonians are pretty chill in that sense and would not down with a law like that in the first place. Anyway, so, okay, good stuff. Uh, all right, guys, I'm going to, uh, uh, we've got another 22 minutes or so, so I'm going to take a couple of calls. I'm going to start taking phone calls here. You know, got to keep these down to um, about uh, five minutes or so each because I have a lot of people calling in. Uh, I should be able to get three calls, maybe four in, uh, and if not, call in in the next show. Uh, but if you have a quick question you want to ask, I can pull a card or two for you, or a rune or an animal totem or an angel card depending on what your question is, and we'll see what we pick up for you today. Call in number here is 646-200-3966. You might need to dial a 1 before that. I'm going to take the calls uh, according to uh, people who called in first in that sense. So let's take my first caller here. 901, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great. What's your name? My name is Lenise. All right, thanks for calling in. Have you called in before or are you a first-timer? This is a first-timer on the show. Excellent. Okay, well, welcome. Um, is there something kind of specific you want to ask about? I can, you know, pull a card for you, or you want to just have me pull a card at random for you, tell me which way you're at, and we'll, we'll see which direction we'll take. I'm interested in relationship, so where do you want to go with it? Um, do I, is there any one coming up for me? relationship, a love relationship. Okay. All right. Let me tell you. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm diving right in here for you. Um, let's see what we, what we kind of get around this. Um, were you, were you married or partnered before? Yes, I've been married before. Okay. Right, right, right. Okay. All right, so, okay, let me tell you what kind of comes up. I pulled an angel card for you. I pulled a couple of tarot cards. Let me tell you what the cards are saying. So the reason I asked if you've been married before is a higher thing comes up in your past position, which typically means usually that you are pretty traditional in your approach to things relationship-wise. It often suggests that there was a past marriage or relationship or traditional structure that you were involved in. But the Ten of Cups comes up reversed in your present, which means now it's unlikely that you're, you're having something fluid in that area at this point. Ten of Cups reversed usually means there's a frustration around home, family, and love matters in that sense, that you're not meeting your ideal in that area. Um, so I think that's obviously pretty, pretty obvious for the most part. And what comes up next is the Seven of Cups, which means 
like, you know, you're actually entering almost into a period of unscriptedness in your life where you really, really have to begin to think about what you want again and get really, really clear about that. Let me ask you something. Have you, like when it comes to exes and, and things of that nature, have you, uh, have you, uh, you know, have you forgiven your ex? Are you clear in, in that energy now? I think I lost her. All right. Um, hey, call back in. Uh, I think I lost you. You must have, you got disconnected. I didn't disconnect you, so it looks like you 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 got knocked out of the docket here. So uh, call back, and I'll I'll try to uh, finish talking about what we're talking about here for you. And I'm going to take another caller here. Well, that's a bummer. Uh, oh well. Yeah, I don't know what happened. That was that was strange. Okay, let's take the next caller here. Um, call back in, and I will definitely pull you back up. Uh, since you got knocked out. All right. 985, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Did you say 985? Yes, that's you? Yeah, yeah, I just want a relationship, quick relationship reading. Anything that comes up around now. What's your name? My name is Risha, R-A-S-H-A. All right. Okay, Risha. Let's see what's coming up. For you in that area, see, everyone's got relationship questions that were so apropos for uh, what I was talking about on the show about Mars moving through Libra again. Um, okay, let's see what comes up for you in that area. Um, okay, well, here's what I'm, here's what I'm kind of getting. I pulled a couple of cards for you. The Ace of Cups comes up reversed in your past position. That means that... There has been frustration around this area for you. Sometimes it could be like, you know, you having hesitancy in feeling comfortable finding the right mate or right connection or, you know, what I almost feel like is this may have a lot to do with, um, you know, or getting involved with people that are noncommittal or, you know, just having trouble in that area. That's typically what the Ace of Cups represents reverse, like frustration around a matter. But the Mother of Stones comes up in your present, which suggests that, you know, a lot of your energy in a positive way has been very focused and very clear on what you're working on or accomplishing um, in, in your practical life. So I think that that's obviously a positive. And what the cards are showing is they're showing an influence of someone coming in within about the next, I want to say, three months, because they show the Father of Wands coming up reversed next to the Nine of Wands. So we see uh, a fire sign individual entering into the picture. I keep kind of hearing intuitively that it almost like, I'm not sure if it's someone from your past resurfacing or it's just someone that it's almost like a familiar pattern to you that comes into play. Because I feel like um, it feels very all or nothing to me, like, you know, at one level or another. Someone actually that feels like they're pushing at you very strongly, which I, might, I feel like almost might be a little bit overwhelming because you're not really sure if you're wanting it yet, and there's part of you that wants to take it slow. When's your um, day and month of birth? Uh, September 4th. Okay, yeah, okay. Because the cards are showing an earth sign. So, yeah, something is coming into play in the next couple of months. Um, but I, that's what I'm hearing. It's almost like um, it's, it, it's either too fast or it's too slow. But the thing that I'm getting is that I feel like you're wanting it to open up, but you're wanting to take it at a slower pace. And that's what I just feel like you'll just have to kind of explain that to this individual that you kind of need to move at a comfortable pace. But, yeah, something is coming up in the next couple of months. Um, oh, wow. Have you been single for a while? Is he a fire sign? Yeah, it looks like fire. Uh, I, I, you know, a lot of it. Uh, <laughs> fire reverse usually means someone that's notably fireish, often opinionated, very strong-willed. 
you know, it may be Aries is what I'm hearing or in that vicinity as well, too. But it's very funny because I think it feels very much like going from feast to famine, like you've had nothing, I mean, from, from famine to feast, the reverse, nothing to suddenly something happening. And I feel like it is, it's sort of someone pushing in, but the part of you, is, again, isn't sure. But I just think if you're, if you're expressive about it in a comfortable way and you get to know this individual, then, you know, it can actually expand into something. So, right, because, I mean, right now... I'm- with a Leo, and you describe the situation exactly as it is, even the now. The yeah, yeah, that, that, okay, then that, then that makes sense. It's something that you're working out through that. Uh, but, yeah, just kind of state your own, you know, move at your own pace uh, yeah. in that sense with this. But I, I definitely feel like there's a lot of activity about to trigger in this for you. That's the good news. Wow. Good activity, though, you think some good activity? Yeah, Absolutely. I just feel like like that's what I'm hearing. It's like all of a sudden, you know, you, you, someone's, you know, uh, really aggressive. And I think you're going to like that, that aggressiveness coming into play. But I think it's going to throw you a little bit. Okay? Yeah. Aggressiveness like passion, right? Yep, you passion. got it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Just like very, very different, very different type of a feel. So, uh, mm-hmm. yep, triggers about doors about to open. Okay. Thank you so much. You're wow. welcome. Thank you for the call. All right. Awesome. Yes, thank you. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, very good. i got to keep track of these calls here. All right, 901 got back on, uh, so I'm going to uh, – uh, nope, she came and she left. Okay, you know, I'm going to just quickly summarize the information because she must be having trouble calling in for some reason. So just to finish up, you know, uh, from that the previous call, yeah, the cards are saying you got to kind of get clear about what you want. I'm hearing something about just forgiving someone from the past, releasing the previous energy that you experienced before. Um, but once you get clear about what you want, I'm feeling like there's something that comes in around July or August for you because um, I feel like you're in a relationship again by September or October. So something's coming in, but the guys are saying to me, you got to kind of there's something you've got to kind of let go of from before. And that will move you forward. So uh, I think I, I lost that. I, she might be having trouble with her phone lines for some reason. So uh, bummer, but at least we, uh, we we can got some information out there for her. Okay, let me take another call here. 954, welcome to Snake Oil Radio. Thank you, Jim. Uh, how are you? Um, I'm doing great. Calling from Florida. Uh, my situation is, involves a legal uh, problem with my home. And I was getting some legal advice and went on for a couple of weeks, and then they kind of sent me down a blind alley and threw it all me to handle. And I had ended up writing up a response to the matter myself the very last day. And uh, for me to just go ahead and um, not wait for any court instruction, just go ahead and say, okay, I'll pay one what they say I owe and be done with it. But I don't want to do that because I don't believe I owe as much. So I'm wondering yeah. how you see this. Okay, great question. And, and I pulled some cards for you. Again, just really apropos with what we were talking about in the show, legal matters and relationship issues. And So let me tell you what I, what I pulled for you. Um, the Nine of Cups comes up reversed in your past, which means, listen, definitely the Nine of Cups reversed means a wish unfulfilled, a situation that was really depressing or sad or just a bummer in general. Something did not go the way that you had initially planned it to in that sense. Um, 
alchemy or temperance comes up in your present, which means you're, you know, you've been going through kind of a trial and error process of figuring out how to maneuver in this situation. Um, right. And, yet, you, know, you know, the imagery is a pouring of the cups back and forth um, with the woman. So you've been trying to figure this out. Like it's almost new territory for you to figure all this court crap all out. And that's it. Bones uh, comes up reversed, which means like what's happening next is there is like, like what I'm kind of hearing is the six of stones reverse means um, some type of a loss or a difficulty in a practical matter. But I have to tell you what kind of comes out of that because that's interesting. What my feeling is, I think you're right. I don't think you, you owe um, as much as you think. I think you haven't gotten the right help with this. And that's something right. which you guys are saying to me is all like the research that you're doing, like I feel like on the positive side, like you're really, really figuring a lot of things out. Um, and getting smarter yourself as well, because the outcome comes up the Ace of Wands, which means there's, you know, there's actually, like, the Ace of Wands means, like, coming out of victor, like, finding a way to solve this in a sense where you don't take nearly the loss that you had necessarily expected, and I feel like it's just, it feels to me like you're going to get some good advice, but I definitely think the advice that you got, like you said, was wrong and not helpful, and, and I mean, it almost like, you know, it, it, where I went, I went through legal issues myself a couple of years ago, and I found a really great person that gave me advice. And then I also got a lot of shitty advice. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, from I people where you were yeah. like, yeah. yeah. So, so something's you know. coming out of this, yeah, in, in a positive kind of way. And that's what I'm hearing is that there's a maneuver that you're going to get in contact with within about the next, I want to say, two weeks to two months. It's some maneuver that you're necessarily going to figure out um, that will work in a, in a very practical way. Um, and then I feel like you'll, you know what I mean, like, I don't know if you're going to recover everything, but as much as I just don't think you're going to have to pay what you think or what they're asking of you in that sense. Um, it, it, I just keep seeing an image of you sort of taking the sword and being able to figure all of this out and, and pull this off. So I actually like, kind of like it. Yeah. Write me off, in other words. They wanted to just say, oh, pay it and get over it. And um, right. I've been making, making a bunch of payments, and, and I didn't see those accounted for or debited from the original debt. And so um, later on, I, I kind of felt like spirit was around me saying, you know what, maybe there's a reason you had to write this yourself at the last right. minute. That's the way it was supposed to be all along. You got it. Is this, are these, is this credit card issues? No, this has to do with um, the association with some payments. And gotcha. I, I had made a couple of payments, and subsequent to those payments, I was filed a lien, and now they're trying to take my home. And, gotcha. Um, it's not, you know, it's not a huge amount. But, there, you know, there may be one or two, but there's some um, discrepancies there. And right. Yeah, when you yeah, add legal fees absolutely. and Keep, other things. Because I don't, I'm not seeing you losing your home. So okay. don't worry. Not, I'm not seeing that. Yeah. Now, I feel like that's the thing you have to know about liens in that sense. You know, call, um, you know, Talk to a different person. That's what I'm hearing. Talk to, keep doing your research. Talk to someone else because I feel like there's a different perspective that you're getting and something that you're able to do to stop the bleed in some well, respect as well, well, too. And that's what I'm hearing to put on hold. I had two free, free legal advisors because I can't afford to uh, get an attorney right now. And right. I'm trying to sell my home. So I've got to get this issue resolved so that I, I'll be able to move forward 
And I'm also trying to seek a refinance at the same time to keep me level until I'm able to move out of this situation. Right. Yeah, that, that's what it is. There's someone, there's something, I'm not, I don't want to BS you because you're going to have to take some loss because I think you already are in some ways, so that's not a surprise. But there's some solution that I'm seeing, again, within the next month or so, there's the right information that comes in, and it is kind of positive because it's, a, it's another direction that you're going to take in terms of what you're doing with this. But all you've got to do at this point is just meditate on the right information coming to you through the right person. Don't worry about the money part of it. Just okay, know that I that will be the right thing in that sense. Do I have to physically seek out that, or will that information be brought forth? It, it's gonna, it's almost, it, it, once you kind of put it in motion, it's going to happen anyway, but I think the information is going to come to you. When I went, you know, it's very funny. When I went through some legal stuff a couple of years ago, there was a guy at the gym I just started talking to and then found out he was a lawyer, and he gave me all of the information that I need for practically nothing, just because it was a buddy at the gym. And it was just a weird thing how it came, but I decided it was going to be solved, and lo and behold, it did. Okay? okay. So this won't prevent me from a- actually going on with my plan to sell my home. Right. They won't. Absolutely. Yeah. They get, no. They're, they're, right. They're, they're, there's going to be a way where you'll maneuver it, and you'll, you'll kind of understand that that's coming. I just feel like you haven't spoken to the right, right person yet. Don't worry about the financial part of it. Like I said, just kind of trust the information is going to come. Okay? All right. Very good. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Good luck with everything. Excellent. Thanks. All right. Very good. Okay. I think I have one more call in here. So uh, let's see. Let me take uh, this call here. Uh, uh, you're coming up as 111. Welcome to Snake All Radio. Hi, Kim. How are you? It's I'm April. I'm doing good. Who, April? How are you, April? Good. Good. Thank you. Um, my question, question today... Yeah, my question today is about career, um, connecting with the right career, and then um, and then making all the moves I need to make. Okay, let's see what we get around that. Um, hold on a second here. What type of? Are you working now, or are you in kind of a pause? No. No, I am not working now. Yeah, because like, that's what the cards are saying. There's something a little traumatic, for lack of a better way of putting it, um, uh, that, that you kind of went through. Three of Swords comes up in the past, which means there was a sadness or dif- dis- difficulty or yeah. something that really, really threw you in a negative yeah. kind of a way. Um, but what I'm hearing is I feel like cause the next card that comes up is a Two of Cups, which means... Um, that there's someone that's going to help you. It means positive energy around relationships with people helping you and assisting you at some level. The weird thing that I'm kind of getting here is there's, it's almost like it feels like you're springing into a different type of career or a different direction at this point. But I know mm-hmm. I can tell you that you're probably already totally sort of emotionally or psychologically exhausted with the process in that sense. And there's been a little frustration around that. But I'm hearing that there's an ending of one cycle and the beginning of another. So I keep feeling like there's something about, I hate that, I put it this way, but it feels to me almost like because of someone else, someone either passed or died or there was a change in a, in a, in a good job career situation that I feel like you're going to move into at some level. So because the cards are showing a new career, a new direction for you within the next couple of months, 
uh, the Son of Stones comes up, which means a new enterprise and a new, and a new prospect. Um, but I keep hearing it's through someone else, meaning like you're going to mm-hmm. talk to the right person. Something is coming into play. I mean, the main key at this point in the game is to, like I said, to recognize that really, if you look back at the, the job loss from before, you know, mm-hmm. can you see how even though the circumstances were probably frustrating, it also just had a lot to do with that deeper part of you knowing you needed to move in a different direction? Oh, for sure. And you're like, yeah, so something, something is coming up because you guys are saying to me that there's a new career direction that opens up for you. And I, I, see, you, I, I see you working again, I mean, literally by June. But it may actually okay. come a little sooner than that. There's something in the works by May that I'm kind of feeling that's happening. So you're working again. Um, it's just it's probably getting kind of tight. Well, you know, I'm in a I'm in a transitioning living situation, which right. you know is I'm actually staying with somebody, and they've let me know yeah. that my time is very very limited. And so right. I'm looking to yeah I'm looking to connect with income within the next. Yeah week. I mean, it's as soon as the next week. <laughs> so yeah. for me, months doesn't really work. <laughs> right. Well, here's the trick. Um, you know, um, you, I, I don't think you're going to get pushed out in that sense anyway. You'll, you'll have a little okay. bit longer leeway. So even though they may be kind of saying that to you, but I, you know, you're staying with friends now? Well, I wouldn't necessarily call, I would say it's more family. It's, um, right. I don't know. Yeah. Because what I'm yeah. what I'm getting is is a true transition that comes because I do think you're going to move and make and make a change. It, it, there's someone else that's coming along that will help you in the process. But I know I, I, what what I keep hearing is you're going to get saved in the eleventh hour. But of course, it's going to feel like it's eleven fifty nine and ninety nine and fifty nine <laughs> seconds. You know, what I mean, that's what I'm hearing. Like I, I and I have to tell you, you'll laugh because I went through a similar thing a couple of years ago where. Like financially, I mean, like I could say this with humor. I was down to about like a dollar forty-eight before. Yeah. Boom, it changed, and I keep seeing that image in my mind. But what I'm hearing is, so there's some type of transition that you're making. You guys are saying you'll land on your feet anyway. Um, but I, I like the reason you could take temporary work if you needed in that sense. But the, I mean, the good news is the work that I see coming up for you is actually really good. Because it feels you, to me like in 2015 you're going to really be fluid again financially. Oh, that's nice. Do you see what kind of um, what what arena are we talking about? Because you did mention that it feels like something different, like it's a yeah. change. Uh, very much so. You know what I, what I'm hearing is it feels to me like um, it just feels like the best thing I can get on it is it's like you're using your practical savvy. I feel like it's not a it's not an esoteric job. It's a real solid job, but it feels like you know there's you're using organizational skills and various other things where there's something that fits. But I mean, on the positive side, I think you're really going to like this work. It's not going to mm. feel so much like work. It feels different to me. That's what I'm kind of getting because the angel card mm. is saying reward yourself, which is allow yourself to have work that you love. Uh, and I love coming yeah. into play. But that's what I'm hearing is you're getting help through other people. And that's what you want to focus on, a move and a shift. You know, listen, I, I know it's scary, but Spirit's not going to let you be homeless. You're gonna, mm. You'll make the transition and you'll, 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 pay it, you'll pay it back and all of those things, and you'll be in a fluid place again uh, within, the next, uh, within the next couple of months. But um, I, I just keep feeling like the test is, you know, you, it feels like you're taking charity in a way that you don't like. 
Right. You know what I mean? But you'll, it's not permanent. It's not permanent. Yeah. And they're not necessarily throwing you out. But someone's going to come along literally and, and help you with this on multiple levels. So do I keep need the faith. to do anything in particular to connect with um, No, a lot of it is, is, it is. It's just, you know, think of it this way, even like with the family um, that's kind of helping you out and sort of pushing at you already. You know, yeah. you know, even if and when they do in that context, don't hold, don't waste your energy with grudge energy around it. No, you know, okay. let it, let it almost be a fire. Um, in that sense, I always say this is a gift of being a fire sign, which I am. Is I always have that disposition where if someone didn't help me or kind of screwed me over, it's always like it's fuel. Because then there's a part of me that's like, oh, yeah, you didn't help me, you weren't kind to me. You want to see what I can do? Get into right. that head. Get into that. You know, take that fire in that sense, in that way. But uh, I do feel like you guys are saying you do need someone to help you with it, but you'll pay it back. You'll, you will. You, you know, you're not a bad human being. You'll, you'll, you'll balance Good. it out when the time comes. So, I like that. Okay? Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, All right, Jim. let us know how it goes. Good chatting with you. Okay, you All too. All right, guys, they're cutting me off here, so I'm not going to be able to take any other calls. My apologies for anyone else who tried to call in. Please... Um, uh, please, uh, uh, yeah, thank you for all the great comments in the, in, the, in the room, absolutely. So call me the next show I'm on, and I'll, you know, and I'll make sure I get you guys in, the ones that missed. But, uh, yeah, they're cutting off my time. So thank you for joining me today here on Snake Oil Radio. I will not be here next week because I'm going to be in Las Vegas having a nice, fun vacation. But I will be here the week after that, and uh, I get some more calls in and check out my other shows. Thank you for all the calls today. Send a good energy away, guys. Uh, keep the faith. Cheers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.